Look around your office or studio or edit bay. How many external hard drives do you have around you? I'm almost embarrassed to tell you how many I have here in this edit bay. We are managing literally hundreds of terabytes on RAID arrays and individual hard drives in our main servers. There are drives that I take on location and attach when I return, drives that are used for backup or redundant shares here in the office, drives that will ultimately end up in storage, or drives that are busy working to keep my digital world, well, working every day. I use SoftRaid from OWC to monitor all of those drives and tell me in advance when any of them might be getting just too tired to work properly anymore or if they're about to fail for any reason. SoftRaid lives on my systems in each bay and works hard every day to report back to me about how my support system is doing. Tim Standing is a longtime friend and one of the planet's smartest technologists. His new version of OWC SoftRaid version 7.5, works natively with the new versions of Mac OS and is now available for download. In case you weren't aware, SoftRate is Tim's invention, and what better way to get to know the ins and outs than to ask the coder? I sat down with Tim to get the lowdown, and I'm sharing it with you. Thanks for joining us today. If you like the show, please click that button and subscribe so you'll get a notice whenever a new episode posts. So stand by and welcome back Tim Standing. He'll have everything you wanted to know about SoftRaid 7.5. It's time for OWC Radio. Tech Talk with Creatives. Conversations with host Serena Catania. Tim, you're back again and I'm so excited because we have a lot to talk about. As you know, I just interviewed Larry O'Connor following the WWDC, and we were talking about the new Mac Pro. I want to know what your feelings are on it. So excited about that machine. It is just killer. It's what we've been waiting for, and it takes advantage of the Apple Silicon new processors. The inside is practically empty because everything's on that one carrier chip. The memory, the two processors, the two processors are connected by this super fast interconnect. They're doing like 800 megabytes a second from the processor to main memory. It's unheard of. It's screaming performance. It's just unbelievable. And then added to that, they move from PCI Gen 3 to PCI Gen 4. And Gen 4 gives us twice the bandwidth. It's almost two gigabytes a second, not gigabits, to gigabytes a second per lane. So a 16-lane card could theoretically go up to over 30 gigabytes a second. It is staggering performance. It is just unreal. And, you know, I thought our hardware engineers were crazy a year and a half ago when they said, we're going to do PCI Gen 4 on a card because eventually the Mac is going to be there. And I thought they are wasting a ton of money. They're making this card. It's got eight blades on it. It's like so much more expensive than it needs to be. And I am... Eating my words right now, let me tell you, because we can put that card into the new Mac Pro and get over 20 gigabytes a second reading and writing with AJA system test and APFS volume using SoftRaid. It is unbelievable. Over 20 gigabytes a second. It's, it's screaming. It's like the memory bandwidth that we used to have on computers like 10 years ago. It is so fast. It is just incredible. And we see the same type of performance 
when we even do like a RAID 5 volume, we're seeing, you know, over 8 gigabytes second writing, over 16 gigabytes second reading to a RAID 5 volume with eight blades. It's incredible. And this isn't just like a burst performance. No, this is like we run the test for like four hours and we come back from lunch and we look at the numbers and AJA system tests still running continuously is still giving us these types of numbers. It's staggering. Well, the OWC card was inside the Mac Pro during the WWDC meeting. So the Excelsior 8M2 was actually inside that Mac Pro that they were featuring during the WWDC. I saw that and I went, oh my goodness, OWC right there front and center. And if you look at the tech specs page on Apple's website that lists up to 26 gigabytes a second on a PCIe card, go down to footnote 14, they call us out and they call out SoftRate as part of the test setup. That's exactly what they're using. An Excelsior 8M2, SoftRate 7.5, just the same hardware and software that you get from OWC if you place an order today. That's awesome. Well, I'm running the Mac Pro here as I'm recording this. I keep saying I don't have gear envy. I don't have gear envy. I don't have gear envy. (laughs) But you do. I don't know. I may replace it eventually. That same card works just fine. We've been selling it for over a year. There were some major, major motion pictures that had both sound or audio grading done on them. I can't name the names because we're under NDA, but ones that you know and you have seen in the theaters, guaranteed because everyone's seen them, were done on that card in the 2019 Mac Pro. So it works flawlessly in there. If you still have the old Mac Pro, buy the card. Then when it's time to upgrade, you get an instant 2x speed improvement. All the customers who bought it in the past, if they have the right blades, when they move the card from the old Mac Pro to the new Mac Pro, boom, 2x speed improvement. All their data is still there. Everything still works. It's just twice as fast. We're at the stage where we're starting to think about special effects on the film, and uh, I think this could really help. I didn't realize it also went with the 2019. That's exciting. It is, because it gives you a, a great upgrade path. And I know people who have tested with six of those cars in one 2023 Mac Pro, six of them. Staggering amount of storage, just staggering. I am going to date myself, but I'm remembering how excited I was when I had 256 megs on my computer. Yeah, I know. I was thinking of the introduction of the PowerPC G3 Tower. They were claiming a staggering six gigabytes a second to memory speed to main memory from the processor. (laughs) I know, but you know what? I still have those in storage. My assistant was in there with me yesterday and she was saying, what is this? I said, it's a tower. She goes, well, do we need it? I went, well, yeah, just in case we run some old software. It's hard. You do get attached to your equipment, but I tell you what I'm even more attached to, and that is SoftRaid, which is your baby too. And there's an update. Explain to people who might not know, what is SoftRaid? What does it do? So SoftRaid is a software implementation of RAID. People normally think of RAID and they think of a hardware card that goes in their computer and it does all the necessary computations to turn their data into some sort of fault-tolerant storage. So that can either be a mirror where all the data goes to more than one disk, or for higher performance, something like RAID 5, where the data gets calculated into a parity 
data, and then the file data and the parity data get stored on the disk. And that allows a level of redundancy where if any one disk drive fails, the remaining disk drives and the parity data can all be added together mathematically, and the data on the missing drive can be recreated, which is super, super cool. So people think of, oh, it's not any good unless it's hardware RAID. What people don't realize is Amazon, Backblaze, Google, they're all using software RAID. In their million dollar, hundred million dollar installations, they're not using a hardware RAID card. They're all doing it in software RAID. And the reason is software is imminently tunable. You're much close to the hardware, so you can actually monitor the disk drives much better. And you get the ability to change things and investigate errors and have a much more robust system than if you have a, a small dedicated RAID chip with a limited amount of compute resources and a limited amount of memory associated with it. So the way that most hardware RAID vendors get around the slow compute resources, they just throw a ton of RAM at it. They might have two, four, eight gigabytes of RAM in the box. And that's great as long as everything you're copying is less than two gigabytes. But if you're copying footage from a red camera or Blackmagic or an RE camera, you're going to be copying more than two gigabytes. We see it with many of the external enclosures. As soon as they hit that threshold of four gigabytes, there's a huge stair step down where their performance goes from acceptable to way too slow. And in SoftRaid, we actually have a really small amount of cache that we use in the kernel. We're basically implementing what a hardware RAID controller does, but we're doing it in software. Just like a RAID controller, we have a set of instructions and we have a virtual processor that runs through those instructions for every I.O does the parity calculation, writes out to disk, handles all the errors. And we also use our cache to speed up improvement. But our cache is only 100 megabytes. And the reason I ch chose such a small cache is I wanted to make sure if you have a hardware RAID box and you lose power, you're going to lose all the data in that cache. It's toast. It is gone unless you have both your disk drives and your RAID box and your computer all connected to a UPS and who has a UPS that's that big. With soft RAID, not only do we have a very small amount of data in cache, so you're, you have very little you're going to lose, but we also intercept the calls that the file system tells us that say, hey, you've got to synchronize everything and flush it down to disk drives because we've just reached this critical point. We want to make sure everything's actually on physical media. So we intercept those and we flush our cache. And then we tell the disk drive, flush your cache because the operating system says it's important. So getting back to my original point about hardware RAID controllers, hardware RAID controllers actually occupy the space pretty low down at the very bottom of the market. The free options from Apple and Microsoft are both software. And almost everything else up to like five or $10,000 is going to be a hardware RAID controller with the exception of soft RAID. And everything above that is software again. So we're just basically giving you the high-end solution at an affordable price. You know what else I love about soft RAID? A couple of things. It's very predictive. And of all of the RAIDs and arrays and everything daisy chained here at any one point in time. I've only had one drive fail, but it would have been during a crucial moment and software tipped me off ahead of time and called OWC and they replaced the drive and I could keep working. I love that, but I also love the way you've designed the visual interface for it because this is radio, so I can't show you guys, but I can look on my desktop and I can see 
if I unhide SoftRaid, I can see every single disk and what's going on with it, how much space there is with it, how healthy it is. How many hours you've used it? Yes. How many, many, many hours. It shows that I'm not getting any sleep. (laughs) Disk drives wear at a certain rate. And certainly for physical rotating media disk drives, hard drives, what I tell people is never, ever go beyond 20,000 hours on a disk drive, preferably 10,000 hours. If you see yourself getting up to 10,000 hours, it's time to replace those disk drives. It's just like tires. You have tires on a car. We don't drive one of our cars very much. I took it in for its annual tune-up and everything. And the mechanic said, look, you've got plenty of tire tread depth left on those tires, but I'm seeing a little cracks in the sidewall and it's going to blow out if you're not careful. And sure enough, you look up the date code, it's more than, I think it's six or seven years old. They say, just replace the tires because the rubber gets old and brittle. And the same thing happens with disk drives. You know, they can still be working fine, but at some point they become more likely to fail. And that some point is somewhere in the 10 to 20,000 hour mode. And unlike every other software, software actually tells you in the disk tile how many hours you have. The predictive point that you were talking about, which OWC is unusual in that we not only give you the software that predicts when a disk drive fails, but if you buy the drives from us and a drive is predicted to fail, it isn't failed yet, but it's predicted to fail, we'll do a warranty replacement for you. We'll actually send you a new disk drive to replace the one that hasn't failed yet, but is predicted to fail. And all that failure prediction is based on studies by both Backblaze and Google that look at um, parameters in the disk called smart parameters. And there's some correlations for certain smart parameters that really predict when a drive is going to fail. My hope is to get that same technology for solid state drives in the near future, but we're not there yet. That was going to be my next question. Yeah, that's going to take a minute to get that designed. It's a whole different technology. I would love that, though, because when a solid state drive dies, it dies, and we can't get that information back. Unlike a hard drive, which often just becomes really slow. It's poof. I'm very, very careful with SSDs, with critical information. So luckily, the server that I have, the Jupyter server that I have in the back room is all running on spinners. So that's fine. I have no problem with that. I do have a lot of SSD drives here that I use in the field. Actually, I'm recording on one of the tiny little palm size envoys here. But what I do is I back it up immediately to the server and also to the Flex 8 so that I have redundancy here. So there's one copy that we record. One goes immediately to the server and the other one goes to the Flex 8 for working files for the editing of this podcast and other things, lots of films. What platforms does 7.5 work on? Mac, PC? 7.5 is the Mac release. There's a compatible version for Windows. As long as it's RAID 0, 1, or RAID 5, you can take your soft RAID for Mac volume and move it directly over to the PC and plug it in. And the soft RAID for Windows driver will recognize it. If you have Mac drive installed, it'll just mount it. I actually think you don't even need to have Mac drive. I think it's actually part of the soft RAID product, but it'll just mount that volume and you can read and write on it and do all sorts of modifications and then move it back from the Windows machine back to the Mac and all your changes that you made on the Windows machine are now presented to you on the Mac. It's pretty magic back and forth and it's very, very seamless. And the Windows team in Des Moines did a fabulous job on it. Well, you've worked really hard on this for years. I don't know how many years I've been using soft RAID, but I love it. 
So tell me about the new features between 7 and 7.5. There's some wonderful news there. 7.5 is actually a really huge thing for us because with the introduction of macOS 10.14, it started to get a little harder to load third-party drivers. You had to go and approve them. Then you had to reboot another time. And then when the M1 Mac first came out, it was even more onerous. You had to boot into recovery mode and reduce your security. It was really scary for customers. And we had quite a few customers who wanted to return their unit or had problems. We sort of mitigated a little bit by having a really good video and some help. But ultimately, we went to Apple and said, we need a better solution. So um, Apple came up with a better solution or helped us come up with a better solution. And that better solution is implemented in Software 8.7.5 and Mac OS 13.3. And the cool thing is you will never have to worry about installing another driver again. You can run with full security. You don't have to allow it. In fact, you can take any software volume and connect it to any Mac with Apple Silicon or Intel Mac. And as long as it's running Mac OS 13.3 or later, you're going to get the full performance driver just plugging it in. You won't get the drive monitoring and the notification and the logging and all those other features that only happen if you have a licensed copy of Software. But if you just want to read and write files, just plug it in and it'll work. There's no setup, there's no driver install, there's nothing. It just has made it seamless for people. And literally one third of our support calls have disappeared overnight. I was one of those a few years ago, one of those support calls of, okay, wait a minute, do I need to disable security in order to do this? It was scary. It makes you think because you don't want to do that even for a short period of time. But then, you know, obviously we could go back, put it back on. It was not even a case of disabling it. It was just a case of reducing it. And it was sort of scary terms. The security team at Apple is pretty militant. They're militant. They really want to make sure that you don't do anything they don't want you to do. So they didn't want you to touch their setting. And they said, reduce security. Actually, what you're doing was just allowing any software that had been signed by Apple and checked for malware by Apple to load. Now, all our drivers and all our software, it's safe to load because Apple's already checked it. If they found some problem with it, they could disallow it remotely. We're really careful in our development team and how we handle all our releases, we make sure that we don't have any problems like that. But as you say, now Apple is the one who has made it possible for us not to have to install drivers with the application anymore, nor to reduce security, run full security, and everything just works. So now what's the process? Where do they go to buy the licensed version? If they get an OWC and bought a zero gigabyte enclosure, then it comes with a software serial number and they can just download the software from our website, software.com. Then they can enter the serial number. There's only one software application and the serial number tells it what feature set you get to use. So there's three different levels of feature set. There's software light that just does RAID 0 and 1, which is striping and mirroring. It doesn't do the higher levels. There's SoftRAID XT, which allows you to use any OWC enclosure, and it will do volumes that are only in that one enclosure. So you can't take two four-drive enclosures and make an eight-drive volume, but you can make two four-drive volumes. And then there's SoftRate Pro, which is the full version. It works with all our competitors' enclosures. You can take two four-drive enclosures and make an eight-drive enclosure. We make this product called the Thunderblade, which is four NVMe blades, no fan. You can take four of them hook them up to your Mac Studio and create a 16 drive RAID 5 volume from all four of them using Software Pro. 
if you buy an enclosure from us that has hard drives that we shipped with it, we test those hard drives before they leave the factory. We do a read and write to every single sector on the drive. And then because we've tested them, we can guarantee them for three years. And we also give you a three-year license for software. And then if you need to upgrade it, we start warning you well before it was time to upgrade and you can buy an upgrade from us. We have a what's called an upgrade and support plan. And if you're enrolled in an upgrade and support plan, you get all the new upgrades and you continue to get access to our excellent phone and email support. Now that support plan is different from what people know as a subscription. Yes, it's not a subscription because you can keep using your software even if you're not in the support plan. You can't use a newer version of the software and you can't migrate to a more recent macOS version like you can't go from 13 to 14, but you can still keep using macOS 13 with your existing software as long as you want for 10 years, no problem. Many customers come, they want to set up a workstation. We have customers who are still using macOS 10, 12. So how long ago was Mac OS 10.12? A long time ago. You know, my kid was entering college. He's now out of college. So it was a long time ago. People sometimes set up a workstation. They just don't want to touch it. So in that situation, if you don't need support, you don't need to pay us for the upgrade and support plan. You just keep using it. All versions of Software 7 support back to Mac OS 10.12. With Mac Software 8, which is coming in the fall, we're going to move that up two versions. So you'll still be able to use older versions of macOS all the way back to 10.14, but you won't be able to use macOS 10.13 or 10.12. Tell us where to go again to get SoftRaid 7.5. SoftRaid.com. Go to SoftRaid.com. That's easy. Download, I, I think it's a seven day or 14 day free trial and you can try it out. And if you like it, then you can purchase it. I just can't even imagine being without it. It just makes me feel secure because I'm doing so much here with all of this equipment and all these drives attached and just not having to worry about whether or not things are healthy. I can just move on and get on with my day. And we are working so tightly with Apple engineers at the moment, trying to make sure that the majority of the problems we're finding are not in software, they're in some other part of the operating system, but we're working very hard with them to make sure those problems get fixed and also to improve and fix any problems we find in software. I think of, you know, people complain about, bought the software once, why do I have to keep paying for it for upgrades? You know, we do upgrades, but the upgrades come with added features and added bug fixes. I got an email today on a problem that it takes 296 hours to reproduce. 296 hours of one machine running plus an engineer to check in on it every couple hours. It's a lot of time investment, and that's the type of bugs we're fixing. I'm currently moving from one password wallet application to another. The one I had before, I paid for once. The one I'm moving to is a subscription. I don't like going to a subscription, but then I look at it and the one that I'm moving off of hasn't had an upgrade since 2021. They haven't answered my emails. The syncing between my phone and my Mac has stopped working. I'm stuck. They're not making any money at it, so they're not putting any effort into it. They can't pay their engineers to work on it. That's too bad. We don't want to be in the same position with SoftRaid. You know, we don't want to be making current customers pay for development work that older customers are taking advantage of. We want anyone who's fine with what they've got 
doesn't have to pay for the upgrade and support plan. Anyone who wants to take advantage of the bug fixes and new features that we're adding, after three years, they should have to pay for it. And that's sort of the change, the pivot we made over the last two years. The old model works fine as long as you're increasing your sale year after year and you're a startup. But OWC is not a startup. We've been around for 35 years. At this point, we probably conservatively sell a third to 30 to 40% of all direct attached storage on the map. We own that market. You know, some people are going to be fine because they're just going to buy another enclosure and they can use their new serial number on their old enclosure and it works fine. I love talking to smart people. It's always so much fun to talk to you. And by the way, I did promise everyone that we would have a food discussion. You told me you went to an amazing restaurant and you replicated this amazing dessert. Do you want to talk about that? Yes, it was great. So my wife, she has been working so hard and she makes me look like a total slacker. And so she had said that she really wanted to go to England and do a walking tour through this area called the Cotswolds, which looks like Beatrice Potter's little tiny cottages and lots of sheep and lots of old buildings dating for the 13 or 1400s. We had a dinner there. It was venison. And I think she had halibut and the dessert came out and it was a little pool of like a lemon custard and then a layer of unsweetened whipped cream and these sort of tombstones of meringue that had been caramelized on the outside that were stuck in and then blackberries in a circle around it with a little drizzle of a reduction made with slow gin and it was like the best experience of my vacation it wasn't super sweet you know unsweetened whipped cream sort of balanced the sweetness of the meringue and there was a little bit of tartness with the berries and then the slow gin was just another little flavor element and I came back and I said, I am going to duplicate this. And so I thought about my lemon curd recipe and decided it was too rich. So I cut the butter and I cut the sugar. We have Meyer lemons in the backyard. So I had a lot of Meyer lemon peel. And it just was like the perfect combination. And then made little tombstones and caramelized them with a blowtorch and then put my blackberries around the outside and made a reduction with slow gin. The only surprise, of course, was if you make a sort of like slow gin sauce, it's sort of like more pink than purple. So I put in some blueberries I had in the freezer and managed to spike up the color a little bit so that I got that really deep purple. And it was a total hit when I served it. Did you take pictures? I want a picture. I took a pictures of the original one because I want to know what it looked like. I think someone at the dinner party did take pictures of the one I made. I want to see that. And you're making me hungry. I haven't had lunch yet. Well, Tim, it's always so much fun talking with you. I really appreciate you being here with us. And I know everyone's going to be very curious about SoftRate 7.5. I love that it's just absolutely integrated and it's easy to get it's not hard to work with. It's wonderful to work with. And it just keeps you very secure about what's happening behind the scenes of all this amazing equipment that we have to have in order to do what we do. So thanks again for coming on. You're welcome. It's so nice talking with you. I always love it. I do too. Well, he's Tim Standing. I'm Serena Catania, and you are listening to OWC Radio. And remember what I tell you every single time, get up off your chairs and go do something wonderful today. Have a great day. And thanks for listening.